the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and to pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Saints of God, our Father desires to have a close, intimate relationship with those of us who are His children. But unfortunately, many of us don't take Him up on that opportunity to increase our intimacy with Him. Although the opportunity is there, most Christians don't have and enjoy the intimate relationship with God that He wants. Brothers and sisters, there are pathways that we could take and we should all take to increase our intimacy with God. If we don't know what they are, then we should hurry up and learn what they are and take them so that we can have and enjoy the increased intimacy with God that He desires to have with you and me. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Pray as well as say, amen, amen, amen. Come on, get three, four, four, five, five around you. Tell them it's time to be blessed up in the house of God today. Come on, get two, three, four, four, five, five around you. And tell them to have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. And I'm telling you, y'all about to get blessed up in here, up in here, up in here, up in here, in Jesus' name. Praise God. How y'all during the day? So am I. Same Lord, same faith, same results. If you got your Bibles with you, I invite you to turn to Matthew chapter 3 and get ready for a very good word that's about to come to thee. Get ready to hear, get ready to hear, and get ready to hear what will happen if you dare to draw near to the living God that we've been talking about in Jesus' name. We're going to continue in the teaching that we started just a little while back, and that is pathways to increase intimacy with God. Pathways to increase intimacy with God is your year of increased intimacy between God and you is a year of increased intimacy between God and you. It's an invitation that has gone worldwide from the Lord God who lives inside, who's inviting you to come and do what it is he desires you to do. And included in that is to draw near to him so that he can draw near to you, so that he can be able to do and achieve in you the things that he wants to do and be able to allow you to be blessed as a result of it too. There's things that it is that God desires us to do. And intimacy is what's going to be able to open the door for me and you. To be able to show the door to me and you. That is open already for me and you. We're going to continue the teaching that we started just a little while back. I'm telling you it's going to be a blessing to you if you've got an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you today in Jesus' name. Turn to Matthew chapter 3. We'll read our foundational text. Then we'll move on into today's information, which is going to bless you all flat out. Matthew chapter 3. We'll start reading at verse 13. It reads, 
Then cometh Jesus from Galilee to Jordan under John to be baptized of him. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and comest thou to me? And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he suffered him. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Praise God. Of course, we know that this is an account of an occurrence in the life of Jesus Christ. One that God had included in the book so we could see it and understand it when we take a look so that we can then be able to understand some things that God not only made available to us, but some things that it is that he wants us to do too. And that is to be able to step into the same things that his son Jesus did that made available to me and you. Jesus Christ, of course, is our Lord and Savior. He is our elder brother. And and those of us who have received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, he is our elder brother. And so because of that, he is the one that went on before us so that he can be able to show us what it is that we need to do. Because he was not just our Savior, but he was our example, too, of how it is that we ought to live our lives as a son of God. Because the Father told the world that he is the son of God. He mentioned it to him right there. We found out already that that word son in the Greek is the word huio, which is talking about son. But it could be any kind of son. It can be immediate son. It could be a close son. It could be a remote son. It could be a distant son. But the adjective that's attached to it lets us know what kind of son he was. And that's that he was a dear son, which means that he was a beloved son. He was a dear son. He was close to God. Praise God. And so that's what God desires for me and you too. And that's that we be close sons of the Father, not just distant sons like we used to. Because many of us used to be distant sons just as long ago as five minutes ago. Praise God. But that's, that, that was still our past. We got some things that's in store for me and you because we made a decision to be able to step into the opportunities that's been presented to me and you. God wants some immediate sons. He wants some close sons. He wants us to be the sons that it is he desires to be so he could point to heaven just like he did with Jesus to you and me and say, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. One that pleases God. One that makes God smile. One that he points to and shows everybody, this is my child. This is what we want to be, praise God. We don't want to just be a part of the family. Some old bootleg part of the family, praise God. Some old hard-headed part of the family. We don't want to be that. We want to be close sons, praise God. Hallelujah. We want to please our father, not irritate our father. We want to please our father, not frustrate our father. We want to please our father. It's getting a little weaker up in here. We want to please our father, praise God. Hallelujah. And we want to make our father proud. Make our father glad that he had you and me. Because we're going to be the kind of sons that Jesus was like he showed us to be. That is an intimate son. We found out Jesus was an intimate son. So, of course, we want to be intimate with God, too. We want to be close to him, familiar with him, warm to him, affectionate to him. And we want to be everything that it is he wants us to be. That's why we're going to follow the pathway to intimacy. We found out God gives us a pathway to intimacy. We've been working on one of them for a little while now. Prayer, the pathway to intimacy. Of course, intimacy is with God, but it's prayer, the pathway of intimacy. We're learning how important prayer is because we found out that that is what allows us to be able to to operate on the invitation that God has given me and you, and that's to draw closer to him so he can draw closer to me and you. 
Turn to James chapter 4, please. James chapter 4. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, God wants us to be intimate with him. And many of us have taken an invitation to be intimate with him. James chapter 4, verse 7, it reads, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. I like that. We're going to stop the verse right there. We're going to, don't worry. You know, you say, well, you keep stopping right there. Oh, we're going to get to that. And when we do, you might want me to back back up to that. Praise God. But for right now, we're going to draw nigh to God. God wants us to draw nigh to him. He really wants us to. And he told us what he's going to do when we do so. And that's what we're going to draw nigh to him too. He's going to draw nigh to us too. He's going to approach us when we approach him. He's going to be at hand when we get at hand. He's going to come to me and you when we come to him. And he's going to come near to me and you when we come near to him. Amen. Praise God. And, 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 and when we do, we're going to get a chance to step into some awesome things that's been made available to me and you. Turn to Jeremiah chapter 33, please. We left off somewhere around hence last time we got together. Praise God. Somewhere around hence. Praise God. I like that word. I just bought it. Praise God. <laughs> Jeremiah chapter 33. I was looking for a time to use it. It's a good time right here. Jeremiah chapter 33. Went to an old English store, got it. Jeremiah chapter 33. We'll start reading at verse 2. It reads like this, hence. It says, thus saith the Lord, to make it, it cost me enough, I got to keep using it, praise God. <laughs> thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formeth it, and to establish it, the Lord is his name. Now, here the Lord is talking to us, and he not only tells us he's the Lord, but he tells us who he is as the Lord. He's the Lord, the maker thereof. The one that's talking to you is the one that made you. The one that's talking to you is the one that created you. It wasn't your mama and your daddy. It was God that created you. Because he was the one that created the ones that had a part in being able to form a body for you. But who was it that reached on the inside of you and knitted and formed those that body and made you you. It was God that did that. It's God that's talking to you here. God is telling you what it is he wants you to do. That's the maker thereof. The one that formeth it to put the whole thing together. For what reason? To establish it. Because God wants it to be happening. Praise God. The Lord is his name. He said, call unto me and I will answer thee. And show thee great and mighty things which thou knewest not. He said he wants you to call unto him. Praise God. God wants us to call unto him, to cry out to him, call him personally, call him by name, act like you know him. Praise God. And God said, I'll show you some stuff. Stand boldly out opposite to we, That's what we learned that it means. He wants to stand boldly out opposite to him so that he can expose it to me and you. He can be able to predict some things to me and you. He wants to pull the cover off of it and show you what's going to be happening in your future. We found out that the Darby, Darby translation says that he will announce to you what is coming. He's going to announce to you what is coming. I like that, which means that it's on the way. You might not see it today, but God said, you call unto me. I'll show it to you. I'll expose it to you. I'll predict it to you. The Amplified version say he will announce and declare to you the things that are to come that will happen in the future. And if we draw nigh to him, it won't be that distant of a future. God is saying, draw nigh to me. Because many of us are prolonging some things that, should, that are on the way. But God wants you to know, no, come on to me. Because I got some stuff I need to say. 
The Bible in basic English, we found out, puts it this way. He said, he will make clear to you the things to come. God wants to make clear some things to you. Why? Because there's some things that it is he has in store for you. And we found out it also translates to explain some things to you, which means to make clear, make plain by rendering something that understandable. God wants you to get the chance to understand something. And he's even going to make it known to you in detail what it is that he has to tell. What is that? Great and mighty things that you knew not of. We found out that that word mighty means hidden things. Praise God. Things that you would have never seen. That's why the Message Bible we found out says, I'll tell you marvelous and wonderful things that you could never figure out on your own. That's the invitation that God has given you. to Come on, talk to me. Because I'm going to show you some things you would have never figured out on your own. You would have never put one and one together to get two. You would have put one and one together and come up with 11. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is not what he want to say to you. We found out last time we got together, praise God, that what we ought to do then is come unto the Lord. And the Lord will show us some things. Why? Because he says, I know the thoughts that I think toward you. They're thoughts of good and not of evil. to give you an expected end. We found out that that word thoughts right there means intentions or plans. That God has a plan for you that he wants to show to you. That's one of the things that you're going, he's going to do when you draw nigh to him and he draw nigh to you. God's going to be able to, once you submit yourself under his mighty hand, he's going to then be able to show you his plan. What it is that he always intended for you. What it is he always had planned for you. Something that's coming your way. Have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. We found out that when we go to God, we're supposed to go to God seeking wisdom because God will give it to us. And we found out he'll give it to us liberally and upbraid us not. Why? Because God wants us to have his thing. That's why it is that he tells you to come on draw close. Can't you hear it ring? So that he can be able to do for you what it is he wants to do and show you this plan that he has for you. Turn to Colossians chapter 1. Because God's got a plan for you. It's better than any plan that came from you. God's got a plan for you. It's better than any plan that came from you. Good to see you, sis. Colossians chapter 1. We'll start reading at verse 9. Come on, have an ear to hear what the Lord's going to say to you. Start reading at verse 9. It says, For this cause we also, since the day that we heard it, do not cease to pray for you, and the desire that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that ye might be filled with the knowledge of his will. Knowledge of his will, not your will. His will. Not your mama will. His will. Not your daddy's will. His will. Not that counselor that you used to like when you went to school. His will. Because God's got a will for you. That's why he put you on this earth, to do what he wants you to do. That's why we continue to read. That reason why he wants to fill you with the knowledge of his will, with all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That ye may walk worthy of the Lord. Unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. That ye may walk worthy. Praise God. God wants you to walk worthy. Like it's worth something to you. Like it's valuable to you. Walk worthy of the Lord. Unto all pleasing. I like that. The word pleasing right there means compliance. The word pleasing right there means compliance. Which means God wants you to comply to his will. That's what pleases him. When you comply to his will. 
That's what pleases him. Parents in the house say, hey. hey. If you tell your child to do something and, and they do it, how do you feel? Amen. Amen. It's good. It's good. If you tell your child to do something and they don't do it, how pleased are you? No, not at all. Mm. Remember that. Because you're created in his image and after his likeness. So God wants you filled with the knowledge of his will so that you can please him. So that you can comply with him. So that you can be able to line up with him and do what it is he wants you to do. And increasing in the knowledge of God. So that you can please him being fruitful and air good work. Now when he say air good work, he's talking about air good work to he that, that works in compliance with his will. That's every good work that's in compliance with his will. Because if it's not in compliance with his will, it ain't good. If it's not in compliance with his will, it ain't good. I don't care what society says. I don't care what your boss said. I don't care what the magazine said that made you whatever of the year. If it don't comply with God's will, it ain't good. Hallelujah. Strengthen with all might according to his glorious power unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in life. So one of the things that we do when we comply with God's will is we give thanks unto the father. We're demonstrating our appreciation for him and what it is he did for me and you. God wants you to be fruitful in every good work that he planned for you to do. Turn over to Ephesians chapter two. See, God wants to show us his will for our lives so that we can do the good works that he planned for us to do. Those that will be pleasing when we do. Because the good works relate to doing what God created us to do. The good works relate to God doing what he created us to do. Ephesians chapter 2. We'll start reading at verse 8. We're going to look at why it was that the Lord even delivered us from Satan's grasp. One of the reasons why he even delivered us from Satan's grasp. We'll find out what it is. Verse 8. It says, for by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For reason why. We are not, we are his, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So the reason why he even saved us delivered us from Satan's grasp is so that we can do the will of God for our lives that was ordained before the foundations of the earth. Because there was somebody blocking you from doing what God put you on this earth to do. There was somebody stopping you from doing what it is that God put you on this earth to do. There was somebody that was in the way. So Jesus came and said, no, I am the way. And he came and delivered you out of his hand, set you free. So that you can do what he put you on this earth to be. But for a lot of people, none of y'all praise God. But for a lot of people, he didn't set them free so that they can freely go back and follow the devil. He set them free so that they can freely go back and follow the devil. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I seen them personally with my own eyes. 
Well, they go back and go following the devil. Now, see, a lot of us, when we think of following the devil, we think of being mischievous. Sinful. Going out and fornicating and, and participating and all kind of other things that's listed in the things that say we ought not do. But that's not the only way we follow the devil. Because remember, the Bible says he's more subtle than any of the beasts of the field. Where subtle means non-obvious. Which means he can do some things and get, get us to operate in ways that are not obvious. That we're still following the devil. Because if God sets us free so that we could do every good work, anything that leads you away from doing those good works is you being led by the devil. Did I say anything? I just want to make sure I said anything. Because sometimes I get to talking fast and I get to leaving out words, praise God. I want to make sure I'm including every word. Anything that causes you to not do what God put on this earth is not God. It's the devil who is causing you to still follow him even though the Lord set you free. Because if you never, like most saints do, leave this earth and never do what God put you on this earth to do, you're in good company. Because there's a multitude of saints that never fulfill what God put them on this earth to do. Even though he set them free to do what he told them to do. Now, I know a lot of folks think that they were set free so they can, you know, eat, drink, and be merry. And be able to even go home and watch movies that's scary. And go do all kind of other Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you've seen that one of the many things that God wants us to do is to increase the intimacy that exists between Him and me and you. I hope that you're not only seeing that that's what He wants us to do, but that we should do what we need to do to increase the intimacy between God and me and you like He wants us to do. Otherwise, we'll miss the chance of a lifetime to be in an intimate relationship with the most awesome, powerful entity of all time an opportunity that we definitely don't want to blow. We should do everything we can do to learn how to and do what we learn to do to become more intimate with the God who loves and saved me and you. That's what I'm going to do. I hope you do the same thing too. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassing Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassing Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We also invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to our Covenant Partners Fellowship this evening. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month. What a wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that will help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. 
There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because childcare is provided at no charge. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it could be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. I guarantee that you'll be blessed when you do. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be and fathers also on Sunday. There's absolutely no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. I believe every born-again believer should say what the psalmist said when he said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So if you can be in church on Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all of you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement by letter or email, sharing with us that you're being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, we want to say to all of you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, we want to say to all of you from the bottom of our heart, thank you. You blessed us in ways that we never asked and or expected you to do. But the Bible says, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. Well, since all of you have been such a tremendous blessing to us, writing words of encouragement to us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's not going to be mocked concerning you. God's going to do for each and every one of you what he said in his word that he would do. That is, he's going to make sure that you reap what you've sown. So we thank God in advance for all the blessings that we know are coming your way because of your being the blessing that you've been to all of us each and every way. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is, be a blessing to a blessed people like you. So once again, thank you for being a blessing. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.